Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Throughout the church age, there has been much controversy over the expression of the spiritual gifts. In fact, much controversy about the gifts themselves. All spiritual gifts are given by God according to His perfect will, given from the Father through Jesus the Son. They are given for the benefit of the whole spiritual body of Jesus Christ, which is the Church. The Church being made up of every individual who has received Jesus, receive God. As a result of receiving Jesus, receiving God, and His right to rule and reign, given total allegiance to Him, worship only Him. God desires that we are not ignorant in any matter, especially that of His gifts to us. So the Apostle Paul wrote to the early church in Corinth, addressing certain issues that were causing confusion and disunity. The situation was this. There was a noticeable move of God throughout the region of Corinth. Those who had received Jesus, received God, were on the daily journey of knowing and experiencing Him more. Yet even though they had received their salvation from judgment and death, guilt and shame, they were trapped in their selfish desires and foolish pride. As a result of this, they were abusing all the gifts that God had freely given to them. To address these issues in the church at Corinth, the Apostle Paul wrote a letter to them. As we read together, let us remember, everything God does is to reveal his unconditional love, liberating truth, and transforming power. So keeping all this in mind, let us go to a part in the letter where Paul specifically refers to some of the spiritual gifts of God. First Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 to 11. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of the spirits, to another different kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. Now the focus of Paul's letter is not about the gifts themselves, but the gift giver. He freely gives all the diversities of himself for he created diversity and uniqueness. 
God delights in the individual and brings unity within his diversity and splendor. Everything God does, he does because he so loves. He gives all of himself and the spiritual gifts are aspects of himself for the benefit of others. The spiritual gifts are given out of God's selfless love for humanity. He had already given to humanity all his creation and all of himself in his Son and Spirit. He continually pours out his spiritual rain, his living waters, and wants us to be able to freely drink and receive from him, to know and experience him more each and every day. He is the living God who only gives good gifts. He gives so that all may be in fellowship with him, daily receiving more of his unconditional love, liberating truth and transforming power. As it is God's will that we receive from him, let us look at some of the gifts listed in the letter to the Corinthian church. Remembering spiritual gifts are aspects of God himself and given for the benefit of others to testify of him. Paul, in this letter, lists the gift of the word of wisdom. Now, there are two types of wisdom. One is the wisdom gained through this life experiences, such as the wisdom literature and writings in the Old Testament. And then there is another type of wisdom that surpasses all understanding and life experiences. It is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is what has been given by the Spirit of God. And at the beginning of the letter, Paul talks about the power of God being the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God is summed up in Jesus' life, death, resurrection and ascension. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 Verses 30 to 31. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption, that, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. And 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12 to 13. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So the wisdom of God is summed up in Jesus and imparted into us. Having received Jesus, we receive his spirit. It is, however, a daily journey of taking a moment to surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will, receiving more of him each day. That is more of his liberating truth, unconditional love and transforming power so that we may come to know and experience all God has freely given us when we receive him. 
The next spiritual gift that Paul mentions in his letter to the church in Corinth is the word of knowledge. In this letter, Paul links knowledge with the knowledge that can only be given by God in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 4 to 9. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come short in no gift eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The grace of God given to us by Jesus enriches us in everything, especially the knowledge and fellowship of Jesus. The word of knowledge is actually speaking and testifying of God in the revelation of Jesus that has been given by the Spirit. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he demonstrated another aspect of the word of knowledge. It was with his encounter with the woman at the well. He revealed himself to her in a way she would understand. It was so special, so intimate, so personal. He used his natural creation to reveal a deep spiritual truth to open her heart to receiving him. Jesus told the woman everything about herself revealing to her not only that he is the Messiah and he knows all things, but also that God is interested in and knows every aspect of her life. God is not a distant God. He is intimate and personal and comes into our every day, into the chaos and confusion, the victories and the losses, the sorrow and the pain, the joys and the celebrations, the loneliness, and the fellowship. God is continually pursuing each one in love. He knows what each one needs, as everyone is different and unique. So as we daily surrender our self-will to that of our Father's will, let us take a moment to be still and receive more of him. As we do this, we are transformed by him, and we testify of him, speak the words that are only from him. He reaches into the hearts and minds of all who are willing, for that is the will of the Father, that is the will of the Son, and that is the will of the Spirit. The three are one. The next spiritual gift mentioned in Paul's letter to those in Corinth is faith. Faith is also a gift of God from God. Faith is choosing to believe that God exists, that he is the eternal one who created heaven and earth and all things good. Faith in God enables us to trust God, be able to surrender more of our self-will and in the daily journey with him 
take a moment to receive more of him. In the twelfth chapter of the first Corinthians letter, Paul continues to reveal the various spiritual gifts of God that are from him. Remembering God gives according to his will. There are gifts of healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, different tongues and interpretation of tongues. Every single gift from God is to reveal him. That is who he is, what he has done, is doing and will do. They are not according to the need of the one given the gifts. The gifts are activated according to the need of those God ministers to through the one given the gifts. The situation in Corinth was chaos. They failed to surrender their self-will and be transformed by him. So they pridefully abused the gifts that God had given them, incorrectly thinking it was because of their own goodness. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 28 to chapter 13, verse 3. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administrations, variety of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healings? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So without being transformed by him, without his love in us, every spiritual gift is without effect. For his love in us is the true testimony of the fellowship of Jesus. That is, his transforming work in us to the glory of our Father. Paul continues on with the various other gifts given by God. All have equal importance and need, but each one must work together to reveal the knowledge and wisdom of God in Christ Jesus, testifying of him. Each one in particular order according to God's wisdom and will. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 1 to 5. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. 
However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets, that the church may receive edification. Paul has the heart and mind of Christ. He again reminds those in the church in Corinth the reason for the gifts. They are for the benefit of all the body of Christ. The spiritual gifts are neither deserved or earned. They do not reflect any individual's spirituality or purity. The spiritual gifts are gifts from God himself, of himself, for the benefit of the whole body of Christ. Prophecy speaks from divine inspiration, declaring the purposes of God, that which will come to pass, bringing comfort and calling each one near to God. The gift of tongues does not bring edification to others unless it is accompanied by interpretation. With every gift given by God, it is to reveal himself to us to humanity, to build up the whole body of Christ so that the world may know him. Yes, to the prideful heart and mind, Paul says, desire the greater gifts. The greater gifts are those which benefit others. But most of all, simply surrender and receive from him, remembering God gives according to his will. Receive more of him. Desire the gift giver. That is the ultimate. It is all about the gift giver, who he is, what he has done, is doing, and will do. So let us conclude with the words of the Apostle Paul regarding the greatest gift of all in Christ Jesus. That is the love of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 10 to 13. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.